Hello and welcome to the 2023 Love You Always podcast with myself, Betta, and Twistle. This podcast is with the most extraordinary coach, Lavina Lee. Lavina and I have worked together for the past four years. We actually met while I was working in my corporate role in sales and was I was seeking a coach to support me in growth and leadership. We ended up working together around creativity, career, relationships, and who I am being. She has helped me come back to being the creator of my life, move through difficult life transitions, and step into being a full-time life coach. She is the best coach I have ever worked with, and I stand strongly behind that. Lavina and I don't have an agenda for this conversation. It's simply a space of exploration, fun, and creation. What we ended up talking about is Lavina's path towards motherhood and learning to love the process, even in the times of discomfort. I also share a bit about my own fertility and pregnancy journey, which will hopefully provide you with insight about yourself. We do begin this conversation with a meditation, so if you choose to participate, please make sure you are in a safe and comfortable space. Enjoy this powerful conversation, and if you have any questions or feedback about Lavina or or my journey, please reach out to me at elizabettacoaching at gmail.com. Love you always. Hello, Lavina. Hey, Betta. We are here, and I am so excited to hold space for you. This is truly a conversation between you and I to create together. So I want to invite you in, into the conversation, and start creating. So what would you like to bring forward today? What is on your heart and on your mind? Hmm. I'm very excited to have this conversation in this pretty wide playground that you and I have talked about where business and motherhood and leadership and leading from love all meet. So there are so many different directions that we can go. And I think really sharing the truth of our thinking in this moment, where we're at, what we're creating, I bet will really open up some interesting and powerful conversations. Mm. I 100% agree. And to just peel back the layers and get grounded, I would love to just guide you through a short meditation. Are you open to that? Sure, let's do it. Okay. So if you want to close your eyes or just find a little bit more comfort in your seat, maybe wiggling your shoulders, readjusting your seat, placing your palms in a comfortable position, either facing down onto your legs or up towards the space around you. And together, we're just going to take a big sigh out of our mouth, releasing all the air. And then deep inhale through the nose, expand through your belly, expand through your chest. And then exhale, release. One more inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. And then you can continue to breathe at this pace or come at your own inhale and exhale. And just come into your heart space. So wherever your mind is wandering, allow it to drop into your heart. Just take a moment to let it settle. And if you find your mind wandering, come back to your breath, taking an inhale and then taking an exhale. And then bringing your attention back into your heart space and allowing 
what is truly resting on your heart today? If that means a word, an emotion, a topic, allow that to come forward. And then when I share the words, motherhood, what comes up for you in your heart? When I share the word leadership, what comes up for you? And when I share the word business, what comes forward? Just allowing whatever is present. And then taking a full breath in. And a deep exhale. When you're ready, you can come back, maybe inviting some movement into your body, rolling out your shoulders. And I'd love to hear what came up for you. Mm. A couple of things emerged. And there's a really beautiful reflection that, um, for me is like the meeting of a couple of threads of thinking that I've been exploring um, over the past few weeks and months and probably even over the last year in different ways. This morning, I wrote to you and the other coaches in foundations that um, this year, I don't have growing my business as a goal. And in fact, from now on, I have no intention of endlessly chasing growth in my business. Because when we blindly chase scale, we put that above so many other important areas of our business and life mm. and often blindly chasing growth or prioritizing growth above all else comes at a cost and that cost might be inside of the business a lower quality experience for your customers or it could be more stress or it could be a culture of always working and that also has impact on our lives because I didn't start my practice. I didn't walk the path of entrepreneurship to chase growth. I didn't build my business to spend the rest of my life feeding a never-ending growth machine. And I've been thinking about that over the last year, and I'm just starting to really connect that thinking to motherhood. As Caleb and I start to talk about having kids and building our family, it's really leading me to in this moment get really clear on what is truly important to me what success really means and to question some of the underlying assumptions that are so common in our culture about what makes a business successful and what makes a leader successful 
And so in the meditation, I had this beautiful moment of experiencing in an embodied way, the peace and the freedom from that comes from being clear and being in alignment. Now, I don't have all of the answers yet. It was like a connection to the feeling. Mm. So the feeling of peace and connection really was what came up in that meditation. Yes, the feeling of peace, freedom, and connection from being clear and being aligned. That meditation really, really brought me to that grounded place. Well, thank you for arriving in such an intentional space with me. And I would love to hear a little bit more, if you could share a little bit more around the assumptions. You mentioned assumptions around motherhood and business. And through your unpacking of your own thinking, you've realized that chasing growth isn't something that you want to devote your time and energy to. And behind that, what are some of the assumptions that you feel you are coming up against? Yeah, I think growth as a byproduct of really remarkable service is a completely different thing from chasing growth for growth's sake. So I'm not against growing. And I've seen time and time again, how prioritizing growth, and not actually fleshing out the picture of what success looks like, that prioritizing growth of revenue, of number of subscribers, of customers, even of profit can lead to really short-sighted decision-making and ultimately outcomes that if we were to really slow down and look are not the outcomes that we want. Mm. And... Creating in a different way requires a lot of consciousness and practice. Because unconsciously, I mean, let's just look at some of the assumptions and the thinking in our culture around business. When I say success, like that person is successful, what's the first thing that you think? Money. That person's made a lot of money. Like that's a successful musician. That's a successful teacher. That's a successful business owner. The first thing that most people think of is they've made a lot of money. And sometimes that's the only, that's the only thing that people think. That's the only criteria through which we measure success sometimes now you and I have been around for a couple of decades this is like the thinking that we've swam in for our entire lives and it's going to take some time to unwind that and see where it's unconsciously driving us because I I'm certain there are ways in which it motivates me that that unconscious definition of success that I've inherited that I'm not even aware of yet, despite the fact that I've been looking and asking questions for some time. Mm. So I'm curious, is there a space in your life right now that doesn't seem or doesn't feel peaceful? In this moment, there isn't an area that's really alive for me as an area that I would say I don't, I'm not 
experiencing peacefulness. And how does that make you feel? Reflecting on that. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And one of the things that I also wrote as part of this article for our community was that this insight about changing the game when it comes to business, the way that I play the game of business and play the game of creating my practice really emerged as a result of reflecting on the last couple of years of my life. And I did an exercise that you and I have done together where I looked at all the different areas of my life and rated them. Mm. So I rated them in January, 2021, the way that I would have rated them in January, 2021. Like if I were back in my thinking, back in my life in that moment, what would I say about how my finances were, how my relationship was, how my relationship with family and community was. And I saw at that time, I was really not fulfilled. I was, in fact, there were some areas that I was actually very unhappy about. And then in January, 2022, all the numbers went up. And in January, 2023, all of the areas were 10 out of 10. Now, that's not me saying today, when I look at my life, everything's a 10 out of 10. It's with the, if, if me in 2020 using the same scale and same thinking could look into my life today, she would say everything is a 10 out of 10. Now, if we only look at those moments in time, it looks like a really obvious picture and trajectory. Things have gotten better, but there's also nuance to that story, right? There are like moments in which my relationship with my family dipped or my, my creativity dipped or my experience of fun dipped. So in this moment, in all areas of my life, I'm experiencing the deep peace and there will likely be dis-ease. And that's all a part of the experience. So I'm really grateful for this moment. It is really fun to reflect on the way that I've played in my life and in my work and in my relationships that has created this result and look at what elements really worked and what I want to keep practicing and I'm not attached to staying here mm. as an experience. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for acknowledging that it's okay to feel a 10 out of 10 in every area of your life and to be grateful for that and not look at it as something must be wrong. So going back to your initial thought around looking at this year differently, looking at this transition point of your life differently than how we've been conditioned to look at it or how we've how we easily go after scalability and growth as a measure of success. So share with me a little bit more around how you're thinking about moving through your business and motherhood or your your movement towards motherhood. What is your driving intention or how is your thinking? I'm yeah. So yeah. Well, this is going to be a fun conversation for you and I to have because we've talked a bit about some of the things that you're thinking through as you actively form this child in your belly and are just a few months away from welcoming your child into the world, right? Like these questions are really active for you. And 
as a result of being around you and being around some of the other really magnif magnificent parents to be in my life, I'm thinking a lot about about this transition. And first, my guiding principle is I'm going to have no idea. I have no idea what it's going to be like. I won't know until it happens. And that's interesting to dance with because I love to have certainty, like a <laughs> sense of certainty. Of course, like certainty doesn't actually exist, but like I love to have a sense of certainty. And knowing that there's going to be so much unknown, I'm not going to know how I feel through pregnancy. I'm not going to know how I'll feel when I meet this child. I'm not going to know what the experience of living with them is going to be like. I have no idea how my priorities are going to change. Like I have stories that other people have shared. I have things that I've read, but I do not know what my own experience will be like until it happens. I won't know. So there's a lot of unknown, which to me, if there's a lot of unknown, the way that I'm thinking about it, I'll want quite a bit of spaciousness so that I can meet the unknown in the moment and as much as I can as a new parent, maybe with very little sleep, <laughs> make choices in the moment mm. that are as aligned as they can be. And so that's one thing that I'm really prioritizing building into my business this year. It's like, I'm intentionally slowing down. My my business has grown very quickly. My practice has grown very quickly over the last few years. And I'm intentionally slowing down the rate of growth so that I can focus on serving my clients more powerfully, providing more remarkable experiences while also reducing the number of hours that I work. To me, standing where I am now, if I'm thinking about doing those two things while also pushing for exponential growth, the first thought I have is the wheels are going to fall off the cart. And so that's, that's about where I'm at right now. I mean, you know, at my wedding, my dad got to spend some time with my husband's nephew who or nephews who are five and 10. And seeing how joyful he was and how present and how full of wonder and delight he was to be with those kids over the course of the weekend. First, it really sparked in me the strong desire to be with my family as much as possible and really be present with them yeah. as we become parents not only my child but also my parents Caleb's parents our siblings and then for me it like really fed my own desire to be really present with my child there were many many years or with our children there meant there were many many years of my life when I wasn't sure that I would have kids or want to have kids and so the desire is slowly growing and moments like that really seeing my own reaction to that helps me see what I want as a parent or who I want to be as a parent. Okay. So what really stood out to me was first and foremost, the spaciousness that you're wanting to create, which for me, it does sound uncomfortable. As someone who has changed their life from working in a corporate setting to then creating a super incredible 
business where you mentioned that it's been in high growth and then actually deciding to, to put the brakes on and create shift or create a different way of looking at your business, of being in business. Is there any discomfort there for you or has there ever been? Well, you and I are in similar places with this, right? Like we're both looking at, we're both asking a lot of the same questions for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Have you been able to do this without any discomfort? No way. <laughs> <laughs> There's always like a bead of sweat that could be dropping down my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was like getting ready to go on the court for a tennis match, you know, it's like, you really don't know. You're just going to try something new. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's having worked with you over some time and had the opportunity to get to know you and the way that you move in the world. I think there's a similarity. There's, there's something that we share in common, which is we like to move fast. Right. I think like the two of us can be very inspired by a vision that we have and then want to move very quickly towards it. And in many ways, I'm working in a way that is maybe not the complete opposite side of the spectrum from that, but definitely somewhere on the other side of the spectrum, which is really, really slowing down and really asking a lot of questions before taking a step. Mm. And of course, like whatever I create, it's not going to be right. I'm not going to ever get it right because it will always evolve as we evolve, as life shifts. And at this stage, I think I've learned a tremendous amount about what works for me and what doesn't. And I've, I've learned quite a bit about what works for my clients and what doesn't. And I have gathered a lot of reflections and insight about what I want. And so it's really sitting with all of those different it's like aspects of the design brief Mm -hmm. as I think about what comes next and there hasn't been an obvious answer that's just like clicked into place it's more like I'm getting bits and pieces and it's different it's different so it's uncomfortable Or I experience discomfort and the difference. Yeah. Can you share what your desired state of your business and how your year would look like if we were speaking at the beginning of 2024 and you were sharing us, sharing with us that it was a 10 out of 10 in every area? What would that look like? Share with us a little bit more about your vision. And my practice. Yeah. There's there, I'm clear on quite a few things and there's a lot about the vision that's still emerging and still becoming clear through conversations, through reflection. Um, One thing I know for sure is this year, in this year, I've built a really extraordinary and strong community around my body of work. And I've served people really powerfully and my practice is known as remarkable 
is known as a space of transformation is known by all of the people that we work with. Like if I'm not in the room and people are talking about the experiences that they've had working with me or experiencing my body of work, the things that they're saying are that is wildly powerful. And this has been so transformative. And the experience is so remarkable. And wow, I didn't know you could be this generous. I know for certain that's a part of where I'm going. Like really taking the experience to the next level and taking the level of impact that we're able to have with the people that we work with to the next level such that our clients experience really amazing success. I know that's part of the picture. How that plays out, we'll see. But I ask myself that question almost every day. Mm. How, we, how can we bring this to life? And who do I need to be to bring this to life? I know I do my best work when I have a lot of time to think. And I also find that that's a really important aspect of honoring the commitment that my clients make to work with me. Working with me in any kind of coaching agreement is an investment of time, of energy, of money. And for me, of course, there's magic, there's there are powerful insights. There's so much transformation that's created in the conversations that my clients and I have. But what I always say is, I'm on your team every step of the way for the whole duration of the agree of the agreement. It's not just when we speak. And so in between sessions, I'm often thinking about my clients. I'm reflecting about what they're working on. I'm reading, I'm learning, I'm zooming out and letting what they're mm -hmm. sharing settle so that I can think about it in a different way. So for me, time to think is a really significant part of this year being successful. And it's not just about my clients. It's also about are the ways in which we're evolving aligned? And how can we deepen our impact? And how can we provide an even more remarkable experience? This is also the year that I'll be experimenting with taking Fridays off and most of August and most of December off. And so this is really challenging me to think in a different way. Because when it comes to being better or more remarkable, I can't just throw more time at it. And I also can't just throw more money at it. Mm. Like, let me hire a bunch of people to take on these roles or I'll work all night to create XYZ. That's not going to work. That's a so, major shift. Yeah. In how society conditions or how we feel society's pressure of working, especially as an entrepreneur. And from my perspective, especially as a woman in relationship or in marriage. And I'm curious, there is a lot there that I think is so important for people to really resonate and hear, which is that spaciousness and slowing down and actually 
creating more time to think rather than do can create extraordinary and, extraordinary and remarkable results rather than the repetition in the routine. And so can you share a little bit more around what that really looks like for you in your day to day? I'm curious about what kind of specific example would be valuable for us to explore. And before we get into that piece, I want to be mindful here because what I shared about the insights that I've discovered in, in for me in this moment and how I move are not like generalized teachings. So in this particular moment of life and this particular transition, what I'm finding is it's really important for me to think before I do. Mm. And that can be challenging for me or also create discomfort because for many years I thrived by think thrived with a system of think and then do really fast and so I want to be cautious and mindful that I'm not saying it's better this way or even that this would be valuable for anyone else if it is valuable to you, that's great. And this is what I found for myself in my particular situation in this mm. particular moment. Okay. I acknowledge that and I appreciate that distinction. And I, I actually want to shift that question and ask you what would be of most service to you in this moment, in this conversation? Hmm. I would really love to hear about your experience in this moment hmm. because it's been so powerful for me to hear about different people's experiences in this transition to in, in stepping into motherhood and what they're thinking about and what the physical experience is like for them and what shifts they're creating in their life and in their relationships. Like from where I stand, It's like, there's quite a bit of projection. And to hear real stories, especially from people who I know well and love deeply, is powerful. I am more than happy to share with you. And I wanted make sure and just make and and clarify are you curious to hear about my story because it'll serve you in knowing what to expect or just because you're curious to learn more about my journey it's i wouldn't say know what to expect because my sense is there's really anything can happen and again, like, I have no idea. I'll have no idea what my experience will be like until it happens. And hearing about your experience, it's like an opportunity here to hear what's possible. Do you have a specific question that we can start mm. with? Yeah, let me think about this. Well, I'm curious, knowing about your body of work, 
and where you've really focused over the last few years, especially in the time leading up to pregnancy and throughout pregnancy, like learning about the menstrual cycle and the shifts that occur with our bodies and energy and what's happening with our hormones and our minds like there's been a lot of focus on tying what's actually occurring in our bodies to the way that we live in our live and lead mm-hmm. and i'm curious for you and this experience of pregnancy, how has your physical experience, your physical experience informed the way that you approach living and leading? Mm. Thank you for that question. I have learned the most about myself through the journey of becoming pregnant and now being pregnant. So I can say that really clearly now after some time of being able to reflect and see it from a zoomed position, zoomed out lens. Um, But to get more granular there, I thought I was very in tune with my body, going through college, being an athlete, growing up in a healthy household, understanding nutrition, just based on how it was raised. And then when I started thinking about becoming a mother and really exploring this avenue with my partner, I had to realize that I was very disconnected from my body. And this came from the experience of having a miscarriage and also the level of intimacy that I was having with my partner and how I viewed sex and how I viewed creating life and how separate those two things were for me. And so after having a miscarriage, I really sat with like, wow, I thought I knew my body. I thought I was kind to my body, but this really indicates that my body is smarter than I am. And it knew that something was off. And so I took it as the greatest form of information and the only information that I needed to be able to redirect my intentions and how I was really living my life and who I was being in the world. And so that was definitely the turning point for me in understanding how much our body influences our life and the creation of life, whether that means leading in business and our relationships Um, but most importantly, the relationship that we have with ourselves. And so I decided, and with my partner, we decided that we were going to take some space in terms of focusing on not pregnancy, but really on our relationship and our relationship with ourselves. So um, we actually called it like the year of dating, like let's just imagine that it's the first year we met and it's the first year that we're dating again, like really make it a playful and inviting and fun relationship to be in. Because at that point we had been dating for six or seven years. So for us to go back to like early days took some work and took some conversations and a different approach. So that was the first step. And then I also took it upon myself to really get to know my body in a different way. So that's when I started breath work, 
which is incredible and powerful embodiment practice that allows you to soften your mind and really drop into your subconscious, drop into your body in a whole new way. And um, that's when I also started learning about my menstrual cycles. And that opened a whole new world for me because the way that I learned about my body was in sex education in fifth grade, which was bare minimum. And so it really reintroduced me to the power of the female body. And I'm curious, where are you, before I continue, where are you in, like if you were to say, I'm an expert in understanding my menstrual cycle and my natural flow of living too. I've been on birth control for 15 years and I have no idea what my menstrual cycle or my natural cycle is. Where do you land within that scale? Yeah, it's fascinating. I would say I'm a few steps above. I've had, I've been taking or using birth control for the majority of my adult life and have no idea like I'm a few steps beyond that so very beginner in my level of education and awareness and understanding and I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine who is an extraordinarily brilliant woman and amazing leader and has such a track record of impact behind her Mm -hmm. and she's nearly 40 and shared with me the same thing. And in that moment, I mean, I've heard a number of different stories of people's journeys off of birth control, if they were on it, to understanding the natural flow and cycle that their bodies move within. And there's something about this moment with her, the moment that we're both in, in our lives in relationship to parenthood, And when I was like, wow, you can be absolutely brilliant in so many different realms and have no idea how your body functions. Mm. And that's just such a huge gap that really surprises me. Yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking that... As women, we can know so much about one subject, but when it comes to our own bodies, we know nothing or very minimal just to get by. So thank you for sharing that with me. So I understand where where you are on your journey. And what I would just say is that through understanding my menstrual cycle, which is the natural cycle of the body, of the female body, of my body, because all of our menstrual cycles look different. That allowed me to have less resistance to slowing down. As we talked about, I am someone who likes to move really fast. And so it was scientific information (laughs) and also love for my body that I actually slowed down. And that meant slowing down in every aspect of my life, which was really challenging. And so it, by understanding my menstrual cycle, I also understood myself in business better. I also understood myself in my relationship better in how I, how, who I'm, who I am and how I operate and and what works for me best. Um, And so as that started to become more clear to me. And as I started to learn more about specific practices and ways that I can work with myself better, that allowed me to reconnect with my partner in a different way. And then when we were both ready and in commitment of wanting to explore the journey of parenthood again, I think it was just a natural progression and transition into this pregnancy and it felt completely different than the first time 
So not only did I know that something had shifted within me, I also have this like really strong sense that this pregnancy is is different and it's going well and it's healthy, um, which I do believe is all connected. Like that's just how I how I feel about it too. So that's a condensed version of of my journey so far. Hmm. I have a number of questions and I'm also conscious that we're coming up to the end of our time. So I'm not going to go ahead and ask them, but rather say thank you for sharing about your experience. I love I really especially loved hearing about the way in which you and your partner were really mindful of prioritizing your relationship beyond getting to some sort of destination. And in prioritizing the relationship, it sounds like it really created... a soft place for you to land in that you're feeling loved and held and supported, nourished, playful, creative in a way that can be hard to access as the years pass because we get so far into, well, I know this person and I know how this is going to be and all of that. I really love what you two created and how this pregnancy came from that space. Yeah, what you said around it allowed me to land softly, that really resonates. And I think it also, to summarize all the aspects that you just mentioned, like it really allowed me to be authentic in the, in the processing of it all and ask for what I needed and use muscles that I've never used before, which are asking for help or doing things differently. Mm. And we've talked about this before, but it's also been, you know, changing patterns that have been with me since childhood around the expectations of women and that we can do it all and we should be able to do it all all the time <laughs> without any breaks and coming up against those blocks I didn't realize were interfering with the relationship that I was creating with my partner and with my future child so I think it all comes back to Sometimes we have to de-layer and come back to our authentic selves before any type of transformation can occur. Yeah. I also hear like some of our favorite distinctions, like slow down to speed up for sure. And also one thing that I hear as like, as a theme in what you shared and also the conversation we've been having today is really falling in love with the process, not rushing to get to a destination like we're pregnant now or the business is totally transformed, but really being present and curious and open and intentional and in love with every part of the process. Yes. Yeah. And that's something that I have also learned by not knowing the gender of my baby. A lot of people are like, how are you not finding out? How are you not planning? And I realized that by not knowing the gender, it's allowing me to be in the process exactly where I am not think about what the person's going to be like when they're here or 
how I'm going to be a mother to a boy or to a girl, which is so easy to do that. And so again, like, I really agree that learning to love the process is such a beautiful entry point to being present and acknowledging where you're at before going too fast or too quickly to where you want to be. Mm. And what a beautiful mystery to have as our teacher. Mm. For sure. Yes. Okay. So we have six minutes left and I want to really hold the space. If there's anything else that you want to release or share or explore that we can do together. I really loved this conversation. And I know you've got a program coming up called Love You Mama, right? And you'll be having a lot more of these conversations. I'm curious, is there a way that people who are interested in the conversations that you are having can continue to learn more about this body of work that you're building? Is this something that you intend to write more about or, or to have more conversations on your podcast about? Because mm. I'd like to listen along. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. I haven't decided if I want to continue having these conversations live or through this podcast, that's something that I have a seed, an idea of, um, that has been planted, but I will absolutely continue to write about it in my newsletter. Um, so people can join my newsletter through my website, elizabethacoaching.com. And we'll see. Cool. Well, I'm subscribed, so I you will are. see. And I would love for you to share the biggest insight that you received from today's conversation. Mm. It's like a constant dance for me because the, the returning to this insight of being in love with the process I'm very driven and I love there's a like part of me that's incredibly competitive and the person I love to compete with the most is myself and so in a way I'm often if I'm not paying attention I'll push mm. because I want to get somewhere and this conversation was such a beautiful reminder that an opportunity to look at some of the subtle ways in which I was pushing for clarity about what comes next and had not truly fully surrendered to the mystery of not knowing and being exactly where I am. Thank you for sharing that. And I have a request for you. Can you email me the questions that you had that you didn't, we didn't have space to go into or share? Absolutely. And maybe they'll show up in a newsletter in the future. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yes, absolutely. I'm happy to email you. Okay. Thank you so much, Lavina, for being in conversation for being who you are, for sharing so much of your wisdom. You know, I love you so much. And where can people find you if they want to get mm. in touch and be in conversation with you? Yes. Well, the place that I'm most active is in my newsletter. So 
you can go to lavina-lee.com and somewhere on my website is a form to subscribe and I'll be writing quite a lot more this year and sharing my thinking about all the things. <laughs> Let me tell you, you want to subscribe. <laughs> I promise you will be so grateful. And I cannot wait to continue to be on this journey with you. I love you. And I will talk to you soon. I love you too, Beta. Thank you for inviting me on and for this wonderful space. You are so welcome. Thank you for listening to this conversation. As Lavina mentioned, if you want to reach out to her, learn more, you can find her on her website, www.lavina-li.com. And if you want to reach out to me, www.elisabetta-coaching.com. Have a wonderful, magnificent rest of your day.